everybody. This is Pastor Chad. Welcome to the Way Radio Podcast. Today is Sunday, May 28th, 2023. The title of the message or the episode today is Addiction slash Idolatry or Sin. Is addiction, idolatry, or sin? And this is something that I've been thinking about uh, for quite a while. I'm, I'm seeing addiction, dr- drunkenness, different habitual sins referred to as idolatry uh, for quite a few years, but it seems to be becoming more common. So it's something I wanted to to address and something I wanted to question and look at from a biblical perspective. So uh, let's dive into this addiction, idolatry, or sin. The importance of proper theological definitions is displayed through false religions such as Mormonism. Anyone who has tried to share the gospel with a Mormon most likely has experienced the confusion that arises from a theological term being understood biblically by a Christian, but meaning something completely different to a Mormon. For instance, a Christian understands that we are saved by grace alone. There is nothing we can do by our own power to save ourselves from our spiritual condition and be reconciled to God. Even the decision to repent of our sins and turn to Christ, faithfully trusting in him and his righteousness to save us, is initiated by God through the working of the Holy Spirit. Every aspect of our salvation is initiated and springs from the grace, mercy, and love of God. To a Mormon, grace means that Christ saves us after all that we can do to save ourselves. It says so in the Book of Mormon, 2 Nephi 25-23. They see grace as Christ filling in what a person might miss through their efforts at obtaining salvation through faith and works. Basically, to a Mormon, Christ is seen as a helper in salvation. Whereas a Christian understands the biblical truth that salvation is through Jesus, where we are saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. To define and understand grace incorrectly because of an an erroneous definition may be the difference between salvation and damnation. Now, with the importance of correct, I was just using that as an example of how severely things can go wrong and and be taken out of context, misunderstood, uh, the severe danger of doing that from a biblical perspective. So with the importance of correct biblical theological definitions in mind, the purpose of this episode is to define addiction correctly from a biblical perspective. It is common these days for Christians and Christian ministries to refer to addiction as idolatry. Now, when I say addiction, I am referring to all types of addiction, including drunkenness and alcoholism. But is addiction idolatry? Or is it sin? If labeling addiction as idolatry is in error, the question then arises, why is there a reluctance to call it what it is in Scripture? Sin. Now, an anticipated response to the claim that addiction is sin and not idolatry could be that idolatry is sin, which is true. Exodus 20 verse 3 says, You shall have no other gods before me. That is the first of the Ten Commandments. 
The second commandment is that we are not to make any idols and worship them. So clearly, idolatry is against God's law and is therefore sinful. But the key word here is worship. Idols are worshipped, revered, and adored. Addiction is not an act of worship, reverence, or adoration. In fact, just about any act addict will say they hate whatever it is that they are, are or were addicted to. When I was an addict, trapped and controlled by alcohol and cocaine, I didn't worship them. I despised them. I was a slave to my addictions. Now, to make things even clearer, let's look at some definitions for clarity. Let's look at the definition of the word idol. The Oxford Dictionary defines idol as image of a deity, etc., as an object of worship. The object of excessive or supreme adulation. Nelson's Bible Dictionary defines idol as a representation or symbol of an object of worship, a false god. Now, also from Nelson's Bible Dictionary, they also say perhaps the best definition of an idol is something we ourselves make into a god. It can be anything that stands between us and God or something we substitute for God. Now, I don't totally agree with the second half of that definition. Because I believe this definition is where the tendency to label addiction as idolatry comes from. However, this definition fails to mention worship, which may be why the general idea of anything that stands between us and God can be seen as an idol. I think that definition falls short of what idolatry truly is, again, because it fails to take into account worship. Let's look at the word idolatry. The Oxford Dictionary de de defines idolatry as the worship of idols or great adulation. Nelson's Bible Dictionary defines idolatry as the worship of something created as opposed to the worship of the creator himself. Now let's look at the word sin. The Oxford Dictionary defines, defines sin as a breaking of divine or moral law especially by a conscious act. Nelson's Bible Dictionary defines sin as lawlessness, 1 John 3, 4, or transgression of God's will, either by omitting to do what God's law requires or by doing what it forbids. The transgression can occur in thought, 1 John 3, 15, word, Matthew 5, 22, or deed, Romans 1, 32. Now, I'll look at those verses. Lawlessness, 1 John 3, 4. Everyone who practices sin also practices lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. Or transgression, continuing with the definition, transgression of God's will, either by omitting to do what God's law requires or by doing what it forbids. The transgression can occur in thought, 1 John 3, 15. Everyone who hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. So to think about murder, to entertain the thought, is to be guilty of it. Or word, Matthew 5.22. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother shall be guilty before the court. And whoever says to his brother, you good for nothing, shall be guilty before the Supreme Court. And whoever says, you fool, shall be guilty enough to go into the fiery hell. Or deed. Romans 1.32. And although they know the ordinance of God, 
that those who practice such things are worthy of death, they not only do the same, but also give hearty approval to those who practice them. Now, what I want to do now is I want to look again at parts of the definitions that I've just read for idol and idolatry and see if they are applicable to addiction. So I'm just going to take parts of those definitions. An idol is the object of excessive or supreme adulation, a false god, something we ourselves make into a god, something we substitute for god, great adulation, the worship of something created. Now, I think you would agree that none of these diff definitions apply well to addiction. But what do they apply perfectly to? These definitions apply perfectly to recovery, and especially recovery programs. People in recovery programs, especially if they have been in a program for a fair amount of time, display excessive or supreme adulation for the program. They make the program into a false god. The 12 steps teach the idea of creating a god of one's own understanding. That's from the book Alcoholics Anonymous, which is something we substitute for God. People in 12-step programs show the program great adulation. Lastly, the worship of something created. Recovery programs are creations of man set up and worshipped in place of God. At the beginning of every AA meeting, the members are told those who do not recover are people who cannot or will not completely give themselves to this simple program, usually men and women who are constitutionally incapable of being honest with themselves. Total submission to the idol of the program is a requirement of Alcoholics Anonymous. To worship the idol of recovery, or recovery programs, is to go the way of the world, worshiping idols, which is contrary to the way of Christ. Galatians 4.9 says, But now that you have come to know God, or rather to be known by God, how is it that you turn back again to the weak and worthless elemental things to which you desire to be enslaved all over again? This is what's happening when churches rely on recovery programs to reach those trapped in sins of addiction, they are turning back to the ways of the world. But the main point that I wanted to make with this today was the fact that addiction is not idolatry. It is sin. Addicts are not worshiping an idol. They are slaves to the sin of addiction. Addiction is slavery to sin that leads to the idolatry of recovery and recovery programs. Addiction is not revered and worshipped. Recovery programs are. The power of this idolatry is evidenced by those in so-called Christian recovery programs who, when shown the heretical origins and teachings of the 12 steps, most often respond not with a concern for Jesus, but instead in defense of the program and the program leaders they claim to love and depend on. I have heard these responses many times over the years. Now, I want to give you some examples of slavery to sin from Scripture. Galatians 4.3 says, So also we, while we were children, were held in bondage under the elemental things of the world. Titus 
Older women, likewise, are to be reverent in their behavior, not malicious gossips, not enslaved to much wine, teaching what is good. Hebrews 2, 14 and 15 says, Therefore, since the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise also partake of the same, that through death he might render powerless him who had the power of death, that is, the devil, and might free those who through fear of death were subject to slavery all their lives. Second Peter 2.19, promising them freedom while they themselves are slaves of corruption, for by what a man is overcome, by this he is enslaved. I think you'll agree all of these could apply to addiction. Alcoholism and addiction are clearly identified as sin in Scripture. Galatians 5, 19-21 says, Now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, which in the Greek is the word pharmakia, pharmaceuticals, drugs, enmities, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these, of which I forewarned you, just as I have forewarned you that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So, addiction, is it idolatry or sin? It is clear from Scripture that it is sin, but is it a big deal to refer to addiction as idolatry rather than sin? Let's look at John one twenty nine. The next day he saw Jesus coming to him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Ephesians 2, 4-7 But God, being rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, or sins, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved, and raised us up with him, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus so that in the ages to come he might show the surpassing riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. Obviously, it is a big deal because the message of the gospel, the person and work of Jesus Christ, centers around the fact that he came, died, and rose again that we might be forgiven and set free from sin. He takes away the sin of the world. To begin to define and interpret Scripture incorrectly is what leads to heresies like Mormonism. A lack of concern for the authority and sufficiency of Scripture is the reason the modern church is filled with recovery, with recovery programs in the first place. So, what do we do to help those trapped in sins of addiction? The same thing we do to help any human who does not know Christ. We share the message of the gospel with them. We pray for them, and the Holy Spirit will call those who are destined to be called. Romans 1, 16-17 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, but the righteous man shall live by faith. We have must stop being concerned with recovery and instead, through the gospel, lead people to repentance, repentance which is far beyond recovery. 1 John 5.21 says, Little children, guard yourselves from idols. 
and a vast majority of the church has been drawn into worshiping the idol of recovery and recovery programs. Thank you so much for listening today, folks. Please tell others about this podcast. Uh, please be sure and subscribe on whatever platform that you listen on. Uh, you can visit our website at the way the letter R 122.org or recoveryreformation.org. They are just different aspects of the same website. You can subscribe to the podcast directly by going to christianpodcastcommunity.org and just search for The Way Radio in the search field. You can find us on Rumble at The Way R122 or older videos on YouTube at The Way Ministry Church. I've got to get the videos from YouTube transferred over to Rumble. I just haven't had time. But in the last month, they have removed a couple of my, a couple other of my videos because they do not like what I say quite often. And if you could, please prayerfully consider donating to the ministry. And you can do that at the website, thewayr122.org. All right. Until next time, God bless you guys. Take care.